This is Liz, and in this podcast, I'm going to talk to you about prokaryotes. Prokaryotic cells have some features that are also found in eukaryotic cells. So let's have a look at the features which are common to both prokaryotic and eukaryotic cells. So both types have a plasma membrane, cytoplasm, DNA and ribosomes. But prokaryotes have different ribosomes um, to eukaryotes. They have smaller ones. So the main differences in terms of organelles is that prokaryotes do not have any membrane-bound organelles. So they don't have a nucleus, they don't have mitochondria, and they don't have Golgi apparatus. Prokaryotic DNA is found as a circular molecule in the cytoplasm because they don't have a nucleus. Some prokaryotes may have smaller loops of DNA called plasmids that are not part of the main circular DNA molecule. Bacteria can exchange plasmids with other bacteria, sometimes receiving new beneficial genes that the recipient can add to their chromosomal DNA. So this is a way that they can increase genetic diversity. So one trait that's often spread through plasmid exchange is antibiotic resistance, which is a big problem nowadays. Prokaryotic cells also have capsule which surrounds them, and this allows them to attach to surfaces in its environment. Some prokaryotes will have flagella, pili, or fimbriae. So flagella are tail-like and they're used for locomotion. Some prokaryotes won't have any, and others might have more than one. And pili are used to exchange genetic material during a type of reproduction called conjugation. So I guess these look like kind of little hairs coming up of the bacteria. Fimbriae are used by bacteria to attach to a host cell. So these are all things which are on the outside of a prokaryote. Some prokaryotes, like bacteria, will replicate by a process called binary fission. For unicellular organisms, cell division is the only way to produce new individuals. So I'm going to talk you through the process of binary fission. So first, the genetic material is replicated. Binary fission in prokaryotic cells involves replication of the circular DNA and also of the plasmids. Then, the two sets of the genetic material migrate towards opposite poles, or opposite ends of the cell. The cytoplasm then begins to divide, um, and this then gives both new cells the machinery to sustain life. Because when you divide cytoplasm, you also divide its contents, so all the organelles that are in it. Two daughter cells are formed from this, and each will have a single copy of the circular DNA and a variable number of plasmid copies, because these are loose in the cytoplasm, so it depends on how the cytoplasm is split up. Daughter cells are genetically identical to the parent cell, because they both have the same copy of the circular DNA loop, and they're identical to each other. The only difference between the daughter cells is the number of plasmid copies in each cell. Viruses are a type of um, prokaryotes, they are acellular and non-living. And they, in a virus particle, you've got genetic material, capsid, and also attachment proteins. So viruses are made up of nucleic acids. 
The nucleic acids are surrounded by a protein called a capsid. Viruses are smaller than bacteria. So viruses are not actually living cells. So why don't we consider them to be living? Viruses don't have a nucleus. They don't have a plasma membrane, cytoplasm or ribosomes. And they are not made out of cells and they cannot reproduce independently. So because of all those things, we say that they're non-living. To replicate, viruses have to invade and hijack the reproductive mechanism of a living cell. These cells are then termed host cells. Viruses have attachment glycoproteins that bind to complementary receptors on host cells. They then inject DNA or RNA into the host cell. The host cell will then divide as normal and the virus is replicated. So that sums up prokaryotic cells for you with the examples of bacteria and viruses. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.